Would you build a house without a foundation? Would you have a child and not name it? Would you let a stranger squat on your property? No, of course not. So why should the internet be any different? Every week, speak with top domain experts. Learn how to make money with domains. Know your legal rights. Each week, join our expert host to be master of your domain. Right here on Domain Masters. Hello. How you doing, everyone? This is Monty Khan. Welcome to Domain Masters. Another great week has gone by. Uh, we got a lot of activity going on, though. Uh, the Ecom Expo is going on right now, which is the virtual trade show. We had uh, had the folks from the show on a couple weeks ago, and uh, it's going great. Um, a lot of business being done on that show and a lot of virtual business, so it's pretty cool. Um, Today, we are going to have uh, Jothan Frake on. Uh, we're going to talk about Domain Roundtable that's coming up in, uh, uh, in about a week and a half and go over some of the agenda and some of the exciting things that are going on at that show. Um, and uh, also get an ICANN recap of uh, some of the interesting things that happened at ICANN uh, a couple weeks ago where I couldn't make it because of my back injury. And uh, back by popular demand, we're going to have uh, Brian Banco back on. Brian was just on a few weeks ago. Um, he's with NoParking.com and... Um, has uh, wanted to be back on the show, and a lot of people said they got a lot out of that show, and uh, he's got some new revelations about uh, being successful on the web with domain names. So we're going to have him on in the second half of the show. I'm going to break for a couple commercials, pay some bills, uh, and be back on with Jonathan Frakes. Stay tuned. You're just minutes away from more Domain Masters. Be master of your domain. Stay tuned. Brilliant. Brilliant at creating innovative ideas, ideas, building brand value, and increasing customer loyalty. But when it comes to measuring, testing, and optimizing every online interaction, you need help. In the fast-changing new world of marketing, the web is where it's happening. Where it's happening. That's why a powerful online marketing performance management solution is the next major evolution for web trends and for you. Web trends. Web Trends Marketing Lab. You bring the art, we'll deliver the science. Learn more now at webtrends.com. Finally, an easy way to advertise online. From planning to analysis and everything in between. Take control with TrueAdvertiser.xls. From True Effect. Now manage your entire ad serving experience with your Microsoft Excel workbook. Save time. Save money. Reduce training and easily control your data with TrueAdvertiser.xls from TrueEffect, taking the mystery out of online advertising once and for all. Raising your ad inventory profits to the next level today is as simple as XY7.com, the only affiliate net for giving you top payouts daily. Plus, you'll enjoy over 100 fresh high-converting offers, your own XY7.com debit card, good anywhere, and true 24-7 dedicated support. Our affiliate managers even sleep with their Blackberries. So why run your ads anywhere else? Let your site work harder for you today with XY7.com so you won't have to. Once a tool used exclusively for communicating with the media, PR Web was the first company to develop a distribution strategy around direct-to-consumer communication by implementing Web 2.0 technologies. PR Web has completed the online communication loop by directly engaging your audience with your news. For example, PR Web is the first newswire to integrate press release trackback. Whether you want to dominate your market or just make a little noise, PR Web is here to help. You thrive in the marketplace and the media. PR Web. Domain Masters. Now, 
here's your host. Hello, welcome back to the show. Uh, this is, uh, again, Monty Khan, your host. Um, my first guest, uh, who actually has guest hosted for me on my own show, is uh, Jonathan Franks. He is uh, the man in charge of setting up the second annual Domain Roundtable in Seattle. Um, that is the show that's going on in about a week and a half from the 19th to the 21st in Seattle. He is also part of Name Intelligence. Um, those are the folks that bring you uh, whois.sc, uh, one of the most popular domain history, who is history engines in the world. Jonathan, uh, you on board? I am, Monty, and always it's a pleasure. Thanks for yeah. having me on. Thank you, and uh, I know we've been pinging each other back and forth ever since uh, my injury, so I really appreciate your time tonight and uh, want to hear about how uh, Domain Roundtable is coming along and also uh, what's going on with ICANN and, uh, and what happened there, because I was uh, unfortunately unable to make it again um, due to uh, my back. Uh, why don't we go over um, some of the interesting things on ICANN that are noteworthy or newsworthy first, because I know that you're pretty, uh, you're, you attended a lot of the, uh, a lot of the events there. What's uh, what, bring us up to date on what happened with uh, domain? I mean, with um, ICANN meeting. Well, it is it's tough to keep track of all these meetings, um, and uh, you know I'm still suffering a little lag because of the time difference between New Zealand. Did, you, did you just get in? Uh, no, no, I've I've been in a few days, but oh, okay. Uh, you know, I, I have a newborn baby, uh, well Alexander, and he's uh, he doesn't help. <laughs> <laughs> Definitely. Uh, so, um, well, Wellington was beautiful. Uh, Keith Davidson and the folks at Internet NZ, or NZ as they say, uh, they did a just fantastic job coordinating the meetings. There was a lot of big talk about, uh, you know, the dot-com contract. Um, poor uh, uh, poor uh, Stuart Lolly over at uh, .XXX, unfortunately, they, uh, they pulled the uh, .XXX off the agenda once again. Uh, now, now, I heard it was uh, not, not only pulled, but it basically was ended right there like they they made the decision that this is not going to be going forward is that the case uh i think that the stories of his demise are greatly exaggerated i i uh, but i you know i'd probably want you to talk with him directly about it because uh you know that's something that um you know i didn't get necessarily the impression that that was the case i know that the the gac sent out a communique uh about some of the issues that they would hope to be addressed uh i can't sound like they were moving forward with it but yeah, that's, that's what I heard too. But uh, then I, I got sent a, a, a kind of a kind of a under. Uh, I guess it was an undercover new uh, kind of a um, uh, alert that um, they basically shot it down. I mean, I'll find out the scoop, I guess. But they shot it down because there was too many governments against uh, against it, and so they just had used an easy scapegoat and shot it down under its current um, situation. So. I'll have to find out what's going on and give everybody an update um, on that. I'd love to think I know everything, but I could be wrong. I'm, I'm man enough to admit I'd be wrong on that. I sure hope not for uh, Stuart's sake. But, yeah. Uh, so moving on, uh, there was also a lot of talk about there's a kind of a trend that people in the industry, at least uh, 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 really close to the industry, are doing where I guess the, the term has kind of come aboard with domain tasting, which uh -huh. is uh, – you know, where, where registrars, uh, there's a five-day grace period where domains can get uh, returned with no financial consequence to the registries. Right. And so registrars are starting to really ramp up their, uh, their quantities of registrations, and so they check out the name for a few days, and then they throw it back if there's no traffic right. with no financial consequence. And so the registries came into the registrar meetings and kind of spoke on, you know, how that's affecting their business and where the you know, where the upsides and downsides are. I think the registries ultimately benefit because... Oh, yeah, they, they sure do. As a matter of fact, I uh, I read an interesting piece from uh, uh, Stratton Sklavos, uh, who's head of VeriSign. It was about three or four months ago about how much their business has grown as a result of this domain testing that's been going on. Um, and even though there's, uh, there's you know, a small amount of uh, registrations that are actually kept, the overall market, the overall increase in business has been phenomenal as a result of the, of the keeping market because some of those names would have never been registered. Well, that's, that's the case. And, uh, and it's only .com and .net. Uh, I don't think .org or any of the other registries allow that grace period. Well, no, actually they do. And um, uh, I got to listen to uh, both PIR talk on .org and also... Uh, 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 Ram Mohan, who's uh, you know I, I respect the heck out of him. He he works over at Affiliate, right? Info. And they they operate the back end for .org and also for info. And you know it is a it's a growing trend in those reg, uh, registries as well. Okay, uh, great. So, 
the uh, so that was they talked about that. They vetted it pretty well in the meeting. I mean, ultimately, you know, it, it sounds like they're not going to do something about it, but they are watching close because it does tax their systems a bit. But you know, some people would call that a high quality problem. Yeah, yeah, definitely. I mean, VeriSign's been was complaining about that stuff a long time ago when you would do the the ads and deletes at a high frequency, and they used to send out warning notices, and now they don't even they don't even bother anymore. It's uh, well, kind of you know, crazy. You know, the thing the thing with that really is there's sort of a, a mandate that everybody gets equal and op- equal opportunity to provision. And so what happens is, you know, there's registrars who, uh, you know, might get closed out because the systems are overwhelmed or something like that. So they, they work really hard to make sure that there's equity in the system. Right, right. But, but then there's ways to route around that, obviously, right? Just more registrars equals more connections. Which yeah, is, yeah, uh, definitely, definitely. Yeah, great. So the, the other big stuff was, talk on IDN TLDs. That's really, there's a lot of wood behind that arrow. There's a lot happening um, to kind of push that forward, both both industry-wise and also it seems ICANN is really keen to, to accommodate this. So in essence, you know, right now there's a situation where different TLDs have uh, non-English characters or non-Roman characters, um, you know, to the left of the dot, but the, but the top-level domain is still you know, it's like a .com or a .net. And there's talk of setting up a system whereby there would actually be IDN on both sides of the dot. Oh, really? For, for people who compose uh, characters in their local language, you know, it's, it's actually kind of difficult. There's a few keystrokes you have to hit to switch back to Roman characters. You know, for somebody who's doing Arabic or Hebrew or, you know, Chinese or Korean, you have to hop back and forth between keyboard settings. And so typing a URL is really problematic. So you want to kind of have a good flow, a good user experience, and the TLDs doing it that way seems to be the way to do it. Right, they're right, that's vetting, good. They're still vetting exactly how to do it. But, uh, you know, I would encourage people, here's my plug for the Domain Roundtable, you know, pretty much everyone who's involved in that working group at ICANN uh, is going to be in a special session on IDN that we're having at the Domain Roundtable conference. Um you know, we've got Hirohata from .jp, uh, Ram Mohan from uh, Affilius, and Michelle Sunyard actually from Microsoft, who's the basically the guy who uh, has been pushing forth the IDN standards in um, IE7. Right, right. So that that's going to be a great one. Uh, but back to the ICANN update, uh, there's more and more sort of security and stability advisories going out. Um, there's some... Uh, there's a way to perform distributed denial of services using DNS, and it's actually hit a couple registrars. I think, unfortunately, Network Solutions fell prey to it uh, through some of their network, uh, their uh, name servers that were hosted in Savas. And then I think the registrar Joker.com also uh, got affected by it with the same same sort of thing. So uh, it's important to uh, kind of follow those issues too, because it's going to really impact your business. Yeah. Uh-huh. So, you know, other things, the, the local hosts um, just did some fantastic job of, of welcoming people into New Zealand. It's a beautiful, Wellington's just a beautiful city. It's uh, uh, oceanfront. It's probably very much like uh, like Miami, but not as hot. Right, right. And I heard it was kind of rainy while you guys were there, too. Well, it was. You know, I'm, I'm from Seattle, so, my you know, it's all, it's all relevant. Oh, yeah, that's right. It rains uh, like 11 months and 29 days there a year anyway, doesn't it? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so there was a big, a big event at a local museum called. That's Tata. why you guys are so productive over there. You you just stay behind your computers and just stay white oh, and yeah. inside and I just program all day and uh, and do business all day because uh, no one can go out in the sun. Exactly. I look out the window. I feel like less of a mole because I'm sitting behind a computer. You know, if it's crappy outside. <laughs> right. If it's, if it's hot, I want to be out on my bicycle. You know. Right. So, right. Right. Uh, the, well, that's uh, good. It sounds uh, sounds like a uh, good meeting, and uh, and uh, too bad I missed it. But uh, I heard it's going to be a lot hotter in Morocco, isn't it? <laughs> uh, yeah, you know, Morocco in the summer. I think we're looking at uh, 110 plus Fahrenheit. Yeah, that should yeah. be a lot, that should be really pleasant. What a perfect location. Well, the the folks actually who are hosting the Marrakesh meeting uh, were actually exhibiting at the. Uh, in Wellington, uh, and, uh, you know, neat folks. Really, it sounds like it's going to be a great show. It's an awful lot of travel, but it sounds like it'll be well worth it. Yeah, definitely, definitely. Well, I'm going to try and make that event. All right, let's uh, let's roll into um, Domain Roundtable. It uh, looks like the show's come together quite a bit, and uh, why don't we go over some of the exciting highlights uh, of the show. Um, 
Uh, I hear the rumor mill has it there's going to be between 250 and 300 people there. We're right on target for that. We're already uh, just approaching 235, and if all the projections go, I may even bust through 300. But the... uh, uh, you know, just a lot of interesting and, and cool developments as far as uh, since the last time I was on. Uh, you know, we did have uh, Vince Cerf uh, doing a keynote in the, in the morning on the second day of the conference. Now, he's the co-inventor of TCPIP, and he's also the chairman of the board of ICANN. And he works for this little company called Google uh, that does search stuff. He's their chief internet evangelist, and uh, he's the vice president there. Google, I never heard of him. Google, yeah. Some, <laughs> somebody told me they're going to be big. Uh, then, then uh, Mark Ostrowski uh, with Internet Reach. You know, every most of your listeners tend to be a little more sophisticated in the domain marketplace. I may not need to say who Mark Ostrowski is, but I do feel the benefit of people who might be picking it up beyond domains. He's the you know legendary for coining the phrase internet real estate and. Uh, made a real mark on the industry, pardon the term, uh, with business.com's purchase and subsequent sale. Yeah, definitely. Uh, we've added, since we last talked, Matt Bentley, who's the chief strategy officer from CETO, uh, will be speaking uh, at lunch on uh, the first day. And Paul Tomey, the CEO president of ICANN, um, graciously accepted uh, uh, and is going to be speaking uh, the opening uh, keynote. Now, that's just great because, you know, I, I, I even went to the mic in uh, Wellington to, uh, to compliment them. They, they do so much around the world, ICANN does, to get all these different stakeholders together. And, you know, it's just daunting on these just macro issues. And to, to ferret in and do the industry participation where you're ultimately talking with the consumers of all that process, um, I think it will be neat to, uh, to hear what he's doing and, and some of the milestones they're hitting. Right. I think the more important thing is is that um, you know having attended a couple ICANN meetings myself um, and how bureaucratic and uh, it has been and you know there's a love hate relationship between registrars and and ICANN in some ways and and uh, I kind of like some of the new folks that are that are there. Tim Cole is a great guy and uh, once you get to, once you get to know some of those guys in person, they really are out to see that the industry stays successful. You know, they could they could lose a lot of some of the bureaucracy and, uh, and and some of the things that are going on. But what's really interesting and what's really good about them attending this show is that they get to see what's going on on our side of the fence a little bit. Not only from a registrar standpoint, but with the customers, the domainers, the uh, the folks that are speculating, the folks that are making money on traffic. Um, this is what's driving the industry right now, and it's very very important for the guys at the top of ICANN to see what's going on so that the future decisions that are being made don't affect in a negative way what's making the business so attractive to both inside and outside investors. I completely agree with you. And, you know, actually that was one of the things that made it attractive to uh, Paul Tomey, and he, he actually told me that in person, that he's very keen to hear how the industry is working, you know, I guess from the ground. Yeah. And, uh you know, I don't always exercise this, but he said something very wise. You know, we're, uh, we're born with two ears and one mouth. And, uh, you know, I, I often spin my mouth and don't use my ears enough. And he said that, um, you know, he's glad to speak and that he's very interested to hear more about the industry and meet some of the players. So I thought that that was really, you know, kind of neat. The, really, really a neat and interesting guy. And it'll be interesting to hear from him uh, that morning. Yeah. So the, the big thing I want to talk up, because I'm excited about it, is this uh, silent auction that uh, this company called Moniker um, is doing in partnership with CETO and Afternick at the Roundtable. We're, we're putting together a pretty interesting event. We're, uh, I should be posting the list of the domains that are going to be uh, up for silent auction uh, shortly here on the Domain Roundtable website. Yeah, I owe you uh, from us uh, some uh, – I have to go do some uh, some uh, screening or weeding out of the, of the list that we have to uh, – um, get some nice names in that mix for you, but that's sure. something I owe you on my agenda. <laughs> but oh, well, uh, yeah, okay. we're pretty excited <laughs> about it, uh, about the silent auction. But uh, yeah, why don't you tell us more about how it's going to work uh, since we all planned it together? Yeah, so the, the basically we're going to list the names up on on uh, the website for sale, and I think you know some of the uh, I, I'm not sure if Afternick was going to or Cito was going to list them ahead of time, uh, but basically the names will be exclusively available at the show. Uh, it'll be a silent auction process whereby 
you know, we'll have the names all listed. There'll be sheets underneath where you can sign and bid. We'll list a reserve price so you know what the minimum bid is, and we'll, re- we'll list an incremental price. So, you know, if uh, you're bidding on a name that starts at $250, let's say it says, uh, you know, increments of $5 or $10, and if it's a, a domain, you know, with, with more digits, say a 10-digit uh, domain name, that, you know, the increments go in 500 at a time and whatnot. Right, but uh, the the, uh, the we're going to basically have a ceremony on the second night of the conference on Thursday night, uh, where people can go and place their bids for the first hour, and then we'll announce all the different bids uh, afterwards. So it's uh, it'll be a neat event. It's unlike anything that's been attempted, but it should be very close to uh, you know some of the silent auction benefits you might see uh, as uh, parents for your schools or for other uh, good organizations. Yeah, yeah, it's going to be a real, real exciting event. It'll be the first silent auction of domain names in uh, in history. You so know, you'll have a you have a nice first under your belt there. <laughs> and we're, uh, you know, we've got tons of other really great sessions. Uh, fantastic uh, intellectual property people who are very experienced with domain names: John Berryhill, uh, Ari Goldberg, um, who else? Uh, Derek Newman. Uh, you know, just Paul, Paul Keating is going to be there as well. Um, um, Paul is a great guy uh, to have speaking as well. He's still coming, oh, correct? Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. He's coming, and he's actually giving a presentation. His company is really good at helping to kind of also structure a corporation and do your tax planning. Right, and yeah. offshore corporations are their, uh, is his specialty, by the way. He's brilliant. Yeah. He's just brilliant. The, um, there's a lot on CCTLDs for people who are looking at, uh, you know, growth areas. Uh, CCTLDs uh, will be very well represented. I will have um, uh, a colleague, uh, Anthony Vancouvering. Uh, he's kind of my uh, one of my favorites. He actually started a company uh, after the last domain roundtable uh, called Names at Work that does uh, kind of helps corporations figure out what they're doing with their domains and marketing strategy. Right. And, you know, the light bulb came on over his head after the last roundtable, after sitting in on the intellectual property sessions. And so we, we've got intellectual property focus, people who are portfolio holders and looking to monetize and, and grow their, uh, their search revenue. Uh, we have registries and registrars. Yeah, I see um, uh, one of the new top-level domain uh, sessions, um, or the new top-level domain should be a very interesting session. Of course, uh, jo- Jobs has been out for a little while. And dot travel has, and the one that I'm kind of very excited about is dot uh, moby. Um, I had a chance to speak with Neil uh, Edwards uh, on Monday night at length while he was um, um, traveling, going to Sita. But um, he um, he's really pumped up about dot moby. Dot moby is going to be, uh, I think, one of the uh, one of the cool new um, extensions. Even though I didn't like the name in the beginning, the application that that domain name is going to come with is going to be really killer for uh, mobile devices and cell phones. That is totally true. They've got some neat things they're doing to uh, kind of standardize all the different technologies with style sheets. And uh, the, I mean, the whole preposition uh, behind it is just fantastic. I, I, the, I think that .mobi is going to be very successful. I talked with Ron Andra from .travel. He's going to be in the new TLD session. Uh, we're going to have people talking actually about um, you know how Sunrise works in different new TLD launches. I spoke with people. I, um, it sounds like a 90% that I'll have .tel and .asia also in attendance at the conference. So I'm trying to get all the, sp- the new sponsored top-level domains there. Right, right. But great. just a, a great session. It's going to be, um, you know, for people who want to follow the news, it's going to be there. Monty, I'm hoping that uh, you'll heal up fine and be out at the conference to do your webcast. Yeah, I'm trying to shoot for it. The doctor's giving me thumbs down right now, but uh, I'm uh, I'm doing whatever I can to try and make it out there because I know that uh, I'm on your agenda like six or seven times talking myself. And um, and but I have my team out there, and I think we'll I think we'll be okay either way. But Jonathan, I tell you, I'm working my I'm or I'm not working too hard to to uh, so that I won't make it, but working hard so that I will by not hardly doing anything but uh, typing on a computer. <laughs> Excellent. Now, are you attending that uh, Ecom Expo right now? Yes, we are. Uh, it's Berkeley, it's very very cool. Uh, my guys are on it. I, I'm not actually in it right this second, but I was in it uh, yesterday. Uh, my guys have been on it all day. We've generated a ton of business. Um, it is a cool concept for those of you that have not visited this thing. You need to go to Ecom Expo. 
uh, com. It's free to get in. It's going to a virtual trade show. I mean, you can see booths, you can see attendees, you're talking, you're chatting, you're doing business, you're asking questions, you're networking. There's great... Uh, there's some great um, 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 content. There's some, uh, you know, session material. There's all kinds of stuff going on there. It's pretty cool. Yeah, it's like uh, I guess it brings schmoozing to the couch potato. Yeah. You know, for me, uh, it's been great. I've actually uh, there was a couple people on the Rolodex to call about the roundtable who were standing in booths that I was able to talk to and uh, traded numbers and we're, we're going to talk after the conference. Yeah, definitely. It's it's a pretty cool concept. Pretty cool well, thanks concept. Thanks for having me on, Monty. Yeah, I really appreciate it, and um, we look forward to uh, the domain roundtable. And uh, everybody that's listening or in the chat room, you guys really need to consider going to domain roundtable and uh, and the other conferences that are coming up. Uh, we have a very busy travel conference schedule uh, for those of you that are in the industry that you should be considering. Uh, I know they're all kind of back to back, but besides domain and, uh, round, money. Not to interrupt you, I'll do something. Uh, uh, you know, for for your listeners. Um, if people come and register at the website, I think the price right now is thirteen ninety five to uh, to register. And I'll go ahead and um, I'll set up a code. When you register for the conference, if you haven't already, if you type in Monty and then the at sign moniker, when you register, put that in the VIP code section. I'll knock three hundred dollars off the registration. So registration. Oh wow, that's great. Ten ninety five. So everybody saves three hundred dollars. Yeah, and I'll cool. do that clear through uh, till the uh, the fifteenth of April. Oh, that so is even, fantastic! Even uh, so, Monty at moniker is the code, and you will get three hundred dollars off admission. Yes, that's yes. uh, gratitude to your wonderful listeners and uh, to you, Monty, for all your support on the Domain Roundtable. Well, I really appreciate that, Jonathan. Thank you very much. Okay. All right. Well, well uh, I look forward to uh, hopefully seeing you, seeing you in uh, in a week and a half, hopefully, and um, and uh, we are uh, getting ready to support the the show, and uh, we look forward to seeing you soon. Oh, it's great. Domain sponsors got a great event set up too. It's going to be good stuff. Well, they are party animals. They do throw uh, <laughs> some of the best parties in our industry. That's for sure. They, they had a great set of poker games down at ICANN. I'll tell you that. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> definitely. Okay, Jonathan. Well, thank you very much for your your time tonight, and uh, we look forward to seeing you soon. Thanks, Monty. Okay, take care. All right, thanks uh, to my guest, Jonathan Frakes, uh, on an ICANN update and also a Domain Roundtable update. Again, um, if you uh, are considering any of these conferences, um, like I was saying before, there's, um, there's a number of conferences that are coming up here that are important for those of you that are in the business or, or wanting to get in the business or lo- learning more about the business. Domain Roundtable, of course, is one of them. Um, Ad Tech is a good show to attend. That's in San Francisco. Um, uh, the 22nd, I think, of April. Uh, Traffic West, which is uh, in um, Vegas uh, from May the 2nd through the 5th, is going to be a fantastic domain conference as well. There's going to be 500 domainers there as well. It's going to be a huge show. Uh, Webmaster World in Boston, which is actually conflicting, unfortunately, with uh, Domain Roundtable, but uh, we're flying to both places to, you know, and doing the cross uh, the cross uh, marketing approach by going to both conferences, but it's a it, it's definitely a great show that uh, that should be attended as well. And of course, then we roll into the summer uh, shows as well, which is uh, SES and some of the other big shows. Anyway, um, I'm going to take a little bit of break and uh, do some commercials, and we'll have Brian Benko on from NoParking.com. Stay tuned. You're just minutes away from more Domain Masters. Be master of your domain. Stay tuned. World PubCon 14 comes to Boston April 18th through the 20th at the Heinz Convention Center. If you're involved in the production, marketing, or management of a website, this educational conference, starting where other conferences finish, is a must-attend event. Get the edge at PubCon with superstar author Malcolm Gladwell April 18th through the 20th at Boston's Heinz Convention Center. Register now at PubCon.com. That's PubCon.com. 
Here you go. Who are these people? Your customers. Customers? Yep. See, now that you're sharing all your media files through P2PAds.com, you know, like your MP3s, video files, software, pictures. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And advertising all your sites through our global peer-to-peer network. Get to the point. Well, we're able to bring millions of your fellow surfers, basically, right to your front door. For more details, visit us at P2PAds.com. P2PAds.com. Expose yourself. 3 a.m. traveling to a conference in Oklahoma City. Steve Talbot's Ford Escort radiator hose bursts near the town of Hooker. He types Hooker Escort Hookup into another local search engine's one-box search. He has a great time that he can't expense. TrueLocal.com. Two boxes. One click. Great results. A rose by any other name would still be the same. Move over, Shakespeare. You need to differentiate yourself from your competition. Do it by aligning yourself with a company who has earned the trust of Jupiter Media, the NHL, and Lionsgate Films, among others. Moniker.com is the most secure ICANN-accredited register on the planet, offering you domain registration, hosting, domain sales, and acquisition services. Wrap that up with 24-7 support. That's your winning combination. M-O-N-I-K-E-R. .com more than a name Domain Masters. Now, here's your host. Hey, folks. Welcome back to the show. Uh, thanks again to Jonathan Frakes for being uh, being on and giving us a rundown on the Domain Roundtable. I look forward to, uh, or we look forward to be attending. I just hope I can get better by then to, to make it on that trip. My next guest, who I just had on uh, not less than a, just about a month ago, I think, um, started and launched uh, NoParking.com which is a, um, a very interesting concept where they participate in the, in the co-development or the development of uh, domain names that have uh, a great potential, and uh, they take uh, partial ownership of the names for doing that. Um, Brian Banco uh, is also the president and founder of uh, Bayback Ventures, and uh, uh, Brian uh, wanted to be back on the show, and I got such great feedback from our last show that he was on um, that uh, I thought it would be great to have him back on. Brian. Hey, Welcome again. How you doing? I'm doing okay. Hanging in there, trying to get yeah. healthy. I hear you. I hear you. <laughs> <laughs> so what's going on with you these days? Uh, no parking's uh, kind of taking shape, and you're learning some things. What's uh, what, what's uh, what's the new revelations that uh, that you have to share with everybody? Well, I, I wanted to let you know that your show has really created a, a ton of requests and phone calls to NoParking.com. So you have quite the following. Well, ho- hopefully that's a good thing. <laughs> oh, yeah. yeah. No, it's definitely a good thing, and it's also been uh, pretty entertaining, too. Um, we get an, I get an email about once a day from a domainer with a portfolio that you know, says he heard about noparking.com via Webmaster Radio, and typically the, the email um, might contain a few domains, but it always contains the question, what, type, what types of domains are you looking for to develop? And I think, and the reason why I... I asked you or I wanted to talk to you about this topic is because um, everybody loves their domains, right, regardless of, you know, whether it's, you know, a domain like wireless.com or cars.com or, you know, something less valuable. Everybody loves their domains and thinks they're extremely valuable. And so they want to know, are the domains that they own, you know, going to work for a relationship with no parking? Right. And, and the question is, how do I, you know, how do you express that um, to someone who has domains that aren't, that aren't, you know, at, at a level that makes sense to develop? And so I wanted to just talk about some of the risks associated with buying domains that aren't so valuable and, and what do you do with them if you're not going to develop them and you can't find somebody to develop them. So it's, right. it, it's sort of the, it's the responsibilities as a, as an investor in the domain space and, and and because our industry is so new there's you know there's not all those um, small type print that says 
you, know, you need to consider carefully the validity and reliability of investment information obtained from all sources. And you know, at, at every registrar, you know, it's, it's, you know, you can register a 26 character domain with you know a bunch of hyphens, and, and no one's telling you that that's not a, a good domain to register. Right, and right. So everyone's there's a lot of people that are really that are caught up in the hype of the industry that we're in, and there's nothing wrong with that. The concern I have is that there's a lot of people. A lot of people that don't understand, you know, what, what, you know, what, what is a good domain, and then how do I go about monetizing it if it's not getting any parked revenue, and what are my options, right? And 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 you know through Moniker that you you guys obviously do the appraisal value. Yeah, uh, yeah, we're, we're we're appraising domain names. I mean, uh, the appraisal orders are just uh, taking off um, uh, like crazy right now. So yeah, the appraisals uh, have picked up quite a bit because um, people are now, you know, of course, this whole trend of of what's going on in the industry and the the higher price in domain sales, the what people are doing with in terms of the development, and then um, and then of course um, the things that you guys are doing over there, and what other you know what the what the IREIT guys are doing, and the internet real estate folks are doing, um, is pumping up the market quite a bit. So uh, appraisal orders here have just like doubled or tripled, and uh, we also had a story run in the Boston Globe about um, the the appraisals and donations of domain names as a, as a newfound uh, you know vehicle for um, you know saving taxes and stuff. And yeah, so I was just reading about that. That was great. Yeah. So um, so what so you know we talk about looking at alternative domain names uh, when when the .dot com is available, and you're starting to see some trends on saying that you know maybe it's not always the best uh, the best idea or the best. Um, 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 alternate is to just register another name as an alternate without really doing your research. Is that correct? Well, no. I, I think I think what's important is to to understand the difference between a, a good domain and a bad domain. And I, and I know that's a very gray area, but at the same time, uh, you have to you have to apply some you, you know responsible investment approach to buying a domain if you're not going if you're not getting any park revenue from it. And it's certainly not going to be developed because you're out, you're you're buying it to sell or buying it to hold, and so there's there's nothing wrong with you know take take a domain like handbag.com, which is a great domain, right? Right, H- handbag. Yeah, handbag. Right, handbag. Right. I, okay. mean, I don't own handbag, but just as an example, right? It, it's a it's a great domain, and there's nothing wrong with handbag.net.org.info.us. You know, those are those are all decent domains. For for different purposes, right? And and some people will then say, okay, well, I think what happens is people get caught up in the hype and they say, okay, handbag.com.net.org.info.biz—they're all taken. So let me grab hand-bag.com, hand-bag.net, hand-bag.you know.org, and and it just keeps going, right? So there's the person who's the early, you know, the person who got there early, who got the the, the you know the great domains or the good domains, and there's someone who got some of the second tier domains that aren't so bad and then you get but you also have a significant number of people coming into the third and fourth categories which are certainly not the greatest approach right so so maybe it's leatherhandbag.com was is a great domain and leatherhandbag.net and .org are arguably good domains and you can go on the line go on down the line but then when you get into leather-hand-bag.com you know you start you know, it's questionable whether or not that domain is is something that you're going to either be able to sell at a future time, or is it worth developing? Right. And right. that's and that's and that's I think it's almost I almost feel responsible. I, I feel that you know sometimes I feel like you have to explain it to some of the people that email me saying, "Hey, listen, you know, you've got you know five thousand domains that that." You really shouldn't have registered, and you know how do you communicate that to that person without insulting them? And and it's and I just think there has to be I don't know who how to how you could possibly create a a vehicle to explain to people what you know where there is some value when our industry is so new, right? Because you know you'll see a hyphenated domain sell for you know a hundred thousand dollars, right? Or you know tens of thousands of dollars. And then so they, you know, they get, let's say, well, you know, the argument will be, well, this domain with a hyphen sold for $50,000, so what's wrong with my domains and why don't you want to develop them? And so that's, that's all. It's just that I think it's, a, it's an important 
topic to discuss, and then there's also um, the issue with people registering super, super niche domains that that maybe look or sound valuable because they're in a great category or a great industry, but they're so they're so damn niche that you, what can you do with it? So take a domain like business school graduation day gifts dot com. Right? Yeah, <laughs> you know, well, you just, something like that. Crazy. <laughs> yeah, right. So it's and but but there's a whole bunch of people out there who have hundreds and thousands of these domains that think they're extremely valuable and uh, and and I and I know you have a registrar Monty so I'm not, <laughs> I'm not trying to keep people from registering domains but at the same time I think it's important that you know the people that understand the value of domains at least Oh I I, don't, I totally agree with you as a matter of fact our whole our whole premise as a registrar you know monikers is uh, is uh, we're a domain asset management company it does no good um, for us if you just register a domain name that's going to go away next year. Um, we want you to register names that are valuable and are do- actually doing something for you, uh, earning you money, providing information, has a future investment value. Um, we're not into the into the register 100,000 domain names and delete, um, you know, and because you didn't do something with them, you're now going to delete um, 90,000 of them, and then all of a sudden your your whole business sways. Right. Our, our our customer you know keeps ninety five percent of their of their domain names uh, year after year. So our business model is completely different. Uh, we want people that actually understand that their domain names are an asset and worth money. You know. Right, Monty. Let me ask you a question. Well, how are you handling um, some of the appraisals that you get of domains that may not be very valuable? Well, I mean, we're 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 honest because our appraisals are being submitted to the IRS, and um, and we're honest about it. I mean, I appraised a couple of .com names uh, the other day that uh, were under two hundred dollars, and uh, the you know the the registrant you know didn't didn't uh, didn't think that that was the case. Thought it was they were worth you know five figures, but you know we have the advantage of looking at the same types of measurements and, and the same types of. Uh, of value indicators as a real piece of real estate does, uh, or, or real um, you know appraisers do for like real pieces of real estate, and that is, we have a huge domain sales database. I mean, even though there's not millions of domain names sold, there are now um, close to 40 or 50 thousand domains that are in our database that are sales that we have record of. So you're starting to get a nice comparable database where you can say, okay, does this name have this word? You know, give me all the names that sold with this keyword in it. You know, because this keyword is also in the name of the name I'm appraising. Right. Um, when did it sell? What market is it in? How strong is that market? You know, and then of course all the other indicators. Does it have Google PageRank? Does it have any links? Is it a live site? Is it, you know, what's it doing? You know, all these things go into the appraisal, and and um, if a name's not worth anything, um, we 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 put that on paper. It doesn't mean that someone's not going to pay more money than the appraisal, and it right. doesn't mean that somebody's going to pay. It doesn't mean that somebody is going to offer less money than the appraisal. But that's real life property as well. You, right. Somebody who really wants a house really bad. I'm hearing more and more, or at least did about six months ago, people paying over the listed price for a house instead of negotiating it down because the real estate's going crazy in South Florida, and they just wanted to secure their you know, their dream house forever. <laughs> right, right. So they're paying up on it instead of paying down on it. Right. Do you have, do you know of any, or do you have any recommended sites that you you suggest to people that are trying to determine what they should register or what they should buy or where to determine whether or not their portfolio is worth anything? Aside from park revenue, of course, people that park have an idea based on what they earn every month. Well, I mean, I think it's a good indicator to keep track of what's going on in DN Journal, um, yep. because then you can see what names are selling and what f- and and for what. And uh, uh, when you can see that, you get an idea of what some of the names in those particular categories are going for. Like, uh, you know, we we announced the sale of a misspell um, of the word mortgage. It was mortgage, M O R T A G. We it was a two hundred and forty thousand dollars sale. Yeah. So it's the that. first time a misspell a uh, a uh, um, attracted that kind of a price. That tells you about that particular market, the keyword value of mortgage, and how many times that name is misspelled with without the G, right. and how people show that they can convert that into business. Yep. Those types of things are really important trends that people can start seeing. And um, last week, um, you know, uh, there's a couple of names in there with dashes that sold for five figures. Oh, yeah. 
you know, I, I think we're starting to see some trends that we never saw before. One, because there there's now a, a demand and a supply and demand ratio that's uh, driving up values, just like the, in a housing market. Two, we're in a much more mature market than we were a couple years ago. Uh, there's a lot, and, and there's a lot of outside investment coming in, and people want to jump in and throw casting nets over, you know, portfolios of names. And uh, three, um, they are truly assets and not commodities anymore. Right, and I do, and I, I, I do. Before we, before we go, I do want to make it very clear to anyone who's interested in working with NoParking.com that we don't, we're, we're not going to tell you to go away and don't send us any more emails or not come back. You know, we're more than happy to take a look at your domains, let you know if we like anything, and then uh, if we don't like it, don't get discouraged. Just come back with. You know the other the other half of your portfolio, and let us know what you have, and and usually we'll find one or two gems that we may want to work with, and and just like you mentioned, there's misspellings and hyphens. We're we're more than happy to develop a misspelling as long as it's not a trademark issue. Right. Well, people also, also have to understand what your business model is too. I mean, um, people should not get offended if you choose not to go, uh, you know, develop their property. You you I assume have to be very selective on the on the partners you're going to go down that path with because you're taking part ownership of the name. I mean. You're going to be the only way you're going to make money is if that domain name and that website that you're building is going to make money. You exactly. certainly can't do it all. You're not going to do every one of them that are submitted to you. No, no, no way. Yeah. So it it just it's just common sense. It's a it's a it doesn't mean that someone's name isn't bad or good. It just means that you you know you have a certain bandwidth, just like I do in my business. You have certain bandwidth, and you've got to make sure you make the right choices. You also are a new startup in this particular segment for the outside world. You've been doing this with your own names for quite some time, but, you know, now you're starting to develop other people's property. Yeah, no, it, you're exactly right, and, and without a doubt, because we don't want to partner with someone and, and have them go away with a bad taste in their mouth. It's very important that the domain owner makes a significant amount of, uh, of money or at least a, a significant amount above and beyond what they're making now. So it's very important that both parties you know, come out on top when the relationship is, you know, comes, is started. So you're absolutely right. Right. Now, what are, what are you seeing in terms of, uh, I mean, can you share with us some of the, some of the key developments that you're working on now? What are some of the names that you think are like some of the shining stars that you're allowed to talk about? Um, the one I, the one I will talk about is, uh, we're working on is going to be automobiles.com. Oh, wow. That's great. I met that guy at the at Traffic West. So you obviously yep. made a connection with him. Yeah, definitely. He's a he's a wonderful individual, and uh, he has a great a great piece of property, of course. And I have some experience in the on the auto space since about '99, so it's a good fit. And uh, it's obviously a great domain, and and more importantly uh, than the domain and and my skills and his skill set is that uh, you know we see eye to eye on the business relationship and how it should how it should work and and how the relationship. Uh, you know, will will develop over the next few years, and that's as as I said at the conference, more important than anything. Right, and so I, I think very, that's a kick-ass that's a kick-ass name you should that you're working on because uh, I mean we sold Autos.com back in uh, 1999 for 2.2 million dollars uh, to Cars Direct, and um, you know the auto online auto industry is going to come to life in a big way. I think um, you know I think there's a couple industries that people are going to go more online and shop than they did before. Autos, I think, is going to be really big. Um, I also think healthcare is one of the areas of the future that people are going to go online and be able to shop healthcare, look for physicians, um, and you're kind of in that space with your find a doctor or the you know the the the, the dentist and doctor and physician sites that you're working on. But I think that people yeah, we have find a surgeon and find a dentist. As right, well so you got yeah. find a dentist, find a surgeon. But I really think that as, I think healthcare is going to be a much more online business than it is today. You're going to be able to find your doctor, shop rates online on who's going to take care of you at what price, and um, you know look for advantages and ratings and all kinds of stuff that way. Yeah, no, I agree. And you obviously have a lot of experience in that space, so you you have a uh, you have an insight that a lot of us don't. Yeah, definitely. Um, what about um, okay? So that's one th- one one name you can work on that you can t- discuss. You can't talk about any of the others that you're. Uh, that you're how many how many names you have under under uh, under construction right now? Uh, well, we do have. We did we did grab a portfolio of of some second tier domains that are sort of in the uh, in the dot org space. There's a, uh, uh-huh. we work we're working with. And you're calling it second tier because it's dot org, or you're calling it second tier for another reason? 
Uh, we call it secondtierfor.org because there's very little type-in traffic. And I only call it second tier because of there's no type-in traffic. I would call it, I would call them, you know, marquee domains because they're generic and they're a .org and they're a lot of one-word terms. Um, but I, I guess I'm, I'm very used to, you know, speaking to the, the traffic crowd who is, you know, the only thing that's worth anything to them really is t- type-in traffic. So I apologize. I'm, I'm not trying to – I don't want to minimize the value of a .org or any other extension, um, but it's usually – Usually the other extensions don't carry a, a significant amount of type in traffic. Of course, other countries. But now, now what uh, would you what would you rather develop a .org or a .net? And uh, why? You know, that's always you know, that's a very common question, and uh, I personally would rather develop a .org. And you know, it's sort of an elusive <laughs> quality that you can't really pinpoint the uh, the reason why. But I I, I just think that a .org um, just carries a, a certain a certain value to it that um, that a .NET doesn't have. I mean, but I'm not saying a .NET is any more or less valuable. And it's certainly, when you take a domain like physicians.org, right? Certainly, it even carries a different value than than physicians.com, right? It certainly some will argue that a .org in certain categories are more valuable. So take for you know example healthcare.org. You know, would, yeah, yeah. would you you know would you rather develop healthcare dot org or healthcare dot com or health well, healthcare dot net? Right. Yeah. yeah. So uh, I think you're right, and you know dot org did a good job of um, of putting themselves into uh, a nice little niche where they weren't gonna where they weren't gonna um, go down the route of being um, nonprofit um, and organization uh, only, but they were gonna allow profit to occur and and really kind of made them. Put themselves in a, a little bit of an elite area where they could be second tier to dot com. Right. Yeah, no, you're exactly right. So we we have a we have a portfolio of a, of a little over a hundred dot orgs that we're looking at, um, and we haven't we haven't signed the deal yet, but we're very close. And now, what's your what's your take on the dot eu uh, situation? Given that it's kind of a unique, um, you know, domain name extension. What, give me, give me your take on this whole .eu land rush, the sunrise period, the the hype about it, and uh, where's the potential, and how far away? Well, I think I have a I have a, a different perspective. Uh, it's it's a little bit, you know, it's obviously opinion based, of course, but I think the .eu extension is extremely valuable. I um, I, I think it it has a sexy appeal to it, in my opinion. It's it's all-encompassing. It is, I think, with the with the with the, the the euro being pushed to several European countries, and most of them have being adopted. I think that there's even some value in the .EU being associated with the you know the the, the semantics of the euro, and I, I just think that it has uh, the potential to be a, a, str- a strong player in in, in the space and. I would even, I would even speculate that it's going to be stronger than any other European extension out there. But that's my opinion, and I know a lot of people are cringing, but or will. Cringe. Well, I mean, it, it, it's kind of hyping itself up to to that, you know. Uh, but it is a unique extension because it's not a country code either. It's a, it's like a region. Right. It's the first region extension. Um, um, I had Jonathan Frakes on, um, you know, right before you. I don't know if you listened to it, but he's yep. going to have the folks from .Asia on. You know, .Asia is supposed to be the next region-type domain name that's supposed to go up, and um, it, it'll be interesting to see. So now we're not we're getting out of, you know, moving in and out of countries, and now going to regions of of countries and uh, and and trying to put you know bundle groups of countries together and you know and make it a marketable place. And, right. Um, you know, it can get kind of confusing when you think about it because, um, you know, com is for commerce, been around the longest, but when it all runs out, I guess it, the, the the supply-demand curve says, hey, we need some more extensions and need to be regionalized and uh, give people their chance to getting their names up on a on a, on a, on, a, on at least a regional extension if right. they can't get it on their .com or even a country code extension. Yeah, you're, you're, you're exactly right. And, I'm, again, I, I'm just very bullish on the .eu. It's just a personal... Just a personal opinion, and and I I just I'm fond of the .eu extension. Now, what about .mobi? Uh, do you know much about what what that application is going to have? Because uh, it's kind of a unique extension too that I'm kind of bullish on. 
Yeah, no, I'm 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 aware of it, but I'm not overly familiar with the some of the things that you and uh, Jonathan mentioned in the last uh, last interview. But it sounds very exciting. Yeah, what what it's going to have basically is um, kind of a, with the domain name, you're going to have like kind of a little application that uh, that you have an area to fill out uh, as part of your registration form, um, the type of mobile device that you carry, and then the site or um, layout of the particular extension automatically conforms to your cell phone or your mobile device so that you'll be able to type in moniker.com, for instance, and see a full version of our website on miniaturized in the proper format on that screen, wow. which is kind of cool. So if, if anybody kind of looks at the way that they look at the websites now on your, on your cell phone, you have to scroll all the way across in order to see all the links and buttons in site, and you can't see the full picture of the website unless you're on a WAP, some kind of WAP subsite of that particular uh, website. Right. But this this .mobi extension is going to allow you to see it in the proper format and allow uh, communication across all cell phone networks in addition so that you, you know, you'd be able to see it all around the world on various types of devices and um, be able to do business. So, um, oh, that's very exciting. One of the things we're going to do is uh, we're partnering with the .mobi folks, and we may be probably the first registrar up on that platform and allow people to register domain names on their mobile devices. Not that's from sweet. a .com, but a .mobi device, so it would be kind of uh, cool. Good for you. That's fantastic. Yeah, that's what that's we're working on now. Uh, and obviously with Wi-Fi being enabled, I'm sure it will be a very successful extension. Yeah, definitely. What other, any other last um the hot things in the industry. I know uh, we have uh, Traffic West come up. You're going to Domain Roundtable as well, right? Yeah, I'll be speaking there and uh, look forward to uh, you know attending that conference for the first time. It sounds like it's going to be pretty exciting and, and obviously can't wait to get to Vegas. That'll be a good time. And, yep. Uh, I, you know, I don't think the industry can get any hotter. Yep, it's, it's on fire. It's definitely on fire, so that's great. Well, um, I'll post up on the chat board. Uh, what, what, uh, what's the best place where people can submit the names to you? Um, again, they to, can, to, they can to go no to, parking. They can go to the site and contact us through the form, or they can always reach me uh, via Brian, B-R-I-A-N, at noparking.com. There's also a phone number there to reach me anytime. Well, Brian, as always, it's a pleasure talking to you, and I look forward to working with you uh, as well. And uh, Hopefully we'll see you at one of the upcoming conferences. I'm really trying to heal up so I can um, – my, my goal is to make it out into into one of the next two shows. So um, yeah. um, if not, tra- Traffic West is my uh, – I, I should be okay to travel by then for sure, but um, I'm hoping I can make it. All right. I hope you feel better, Monty. Hey, thanks a lot. All right, I appreciate again. it. Bye-bye. All right, take, take care. All right, well, thank you to uh, my guest, uh, Brian Banco from NoParking.com. And, again, if anyone uh, is listening to the archive and listening to the show, please go to NoParking.com uh, or uh, contact Brian at Brian, B-R-I-A-N, at NoParking.com if you have uh, some interesting domain names that you think that may be worth them looking to uh, co-develop with you. Uh, they're doing a fantastic job over there. And also uh, just another reminder about the upcoming events. Um, as we get closer to these events, we're going to start broadcasting not only live from the events, but also uh, filling everybody in on the agenda. Um, uh, Domain Roundtable is on the 19th in Seattle. Go to domainroundtable.com. Uh, Jonathan said if you throw out, uh, if you put in the VIP section, Monty at Moniker as your code name, that's Monty with the at sign Moniker, you will get a $300 uh, uh, discount on attending that show, which is great. Um, we have. Um, uh, ad tech in San Francisco, and uh, we'll have a booth out there. Uh, that's right after uh, Domain Roundtable. Uh, we have um, a booth at Webmaster World, and uh, are speaking there. My partner Eric Harrington will be speaking uh, the first day of that event on a domain panel, and uh, then going out to Seattle uh, for Domain Roundtable. And then um, uh, Traffic West is occurring on May the second through the fifth. That's uh, the largest gathering of domainers in the entire world. There's going to be close to 500 people at this show. It's going to be fantastic. We're doing a live domain auction there with an auctioneer. Uh, should be selling over a million dollars worth of domain names, so it should be pretty fun. And um, and uh, who? What, what other show am I missing here? Um, I'm missing, I don't know. Anyway, definitely go to also uh, Ecom Expo and take a look at this virtual show that's going on right now. It's kind of It's very cool. You can get some work done there as well. In any case, I will see everyone later next week. Hopefully we'll be online and no interruptions. And actually, next week is Passover. I will not be on the air next week, but my 
sales director, Victor Pitts, will come and fill in for me, and uh, it'll be a great show, I promise you. Um, but uh, for those of you that are celebrating the Passover holiday, I wish everybody a happy Passover next week. Eat lots of matzah and uh, <laughs> uh, memorize your Ten Commandments. Anyway, with that, uh, have a great week. Be the master of your domain. I'll see you next week. Bye-bye.